Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 10 Tolerable Tidbits, a special mono episode. Uh, my name is Ryan Kellett, and I am coming to you live from the trenches of uh, mononucleosis. So I'm not going to edit my voice or wait for my throat to heal up. Uh, you could say this is my TMZ episode. This is uh, unfiltered, no PR, no plastic surgery. This is, this is the real deal. Uh, so if you happen to overhear a stray raspy cough or um, maybe, maybe an offhand sniff uh, from my sinuses blocking phlegm like the Hoover Dam, or maybe, maybe even the, uh, the gentle steady gurgle of uh, my swollen spleen, um, do not be surprised. I am uh, fighting for my life, but also just happy to be here. So... Just like my high school soccer coach pulling me aside at tryouts and telling me I should do cross-country, uh, mono has been a humbling experience. So just to give some background um, and kind of talk through what the mono experience has been for me, uh, they had me travel through the Forbidden Forest across the land, uh, invade a castle, and, and slay a goddamn dragon in order to pick up my prescription. So the timeline is actually kind of insane with how I found out about mono and how I got my medicine. So I'm just going to lay it all out there because this is, it's ridiculous. Um, it, it pains me to talk about it, honestly. Anyway, uh, so it was a lovely little Sabbath when I decided to visit the urgent care clinic in Ann Arbor because I was feeling a little down and out, you know? Uh, I had some headaches, some sinus pressure, really sore throat. And so I told them all that and they decided to test me for strep, for COVID, and for the flu. So they also asked me at that visit if I wanted to get a mono test. And for those who don't know, happy to educate uh, the community. I consider myself a bit of a medical expert. I don't know. Um, mono tests are blood tests. So they have a rapid mono test, which is just a finger prick, and then uh, a longer test, which is a, a blood draw. It's blood work. Um, so, of course, being a man of, of logic and reason, uh, I, I don't mess with needles. Needles belong on vinyl records, not in skin. That's just my take. So, also because my veins decide to do the digital dash whenever I need blood drawn, uh, and then they end up having to go back in, and I wake up 10 minutes later with a, a cold sweat, a sunny D on the table next to me, and uh, lots of questions. So, just in general, not a fan of getting my blood drawn. So, at this Sunday visit, I tell them, hey, I do not want to get a mono test. And they're like, okay. So they do strep, COVID, and flu tests, and they all come back negative. Uh, and they say it's likely a viral infection. And so they tell me to just rest and take over-the-counter meds, and I'm like, sure. So uh, I go back to my daily life of <clears throat> coughing on buses and uh, in cafeterias, and uh, Wednesday rolls around. I feel much, much worse. To be honest, I, um, I, I drove to the urgent care clinic again that day and may have felt a little lightheaded driving there. So my apologies to um, my roommate. I was driving his car. It was probably not the safest decision. Uh, anyway, at this point, I feel confident that it could be a sinus infection. I didn't know what it was at the time, but it's a lot of icky stuff that I'm coughing up, you know, a lot of, a lot of mucus, a lot of phlegm, very thick, very green, mushy, um, that I'm just coughing and hacking up out of my system. I bet you're all hungry now. Uh, so I went back to that urgent care on Wednesday and I begged for that antibiotic prescription like I was a middle schooler and it was a girl's kick. So 
the new physician who saw me Wednesday, you know, she's an ally to my cause. Uh, she was like, dang, it sounds like you don't feel so good. So she's clearly an empath. Um, and then she asks me if I got a mono test at my earlier visit on Sunday. And I was like, mm, yes. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay, let me just talk to the nurses about something. So she, she goes away for a few minutes, comes back in. So you didn't get that mono test. Uh, so fuck you and your family. She didn't say that last part, but she she might as well have. Uh, so I ended up having to get that mono test uh, on that Wednesday visit, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is gonna be so annoying. It's gonna come back like indeterminate or negative, and then I have to get you know my blood drawn or whatever. It's such a waste of time. Um, they do end up doing the finger prick, and I figure you know whatever. It's it's not mono. I'm very confident. Like let's just move on with this visit. She comes back in and tells me it's positive. So I look like quite the schmuck. Um, so thankfully she gives me a prescription for a steroid. Uh, she said something about twig arms and chicken legs or whatever. Um, and I walk out of that urgent care at like 3 PM on Wednesday. And, uh, so they filled this prescription at the local CVS pharmacy. It's literally right next to it. So I drive over there and I wait a little bit, you know, just cause I know it like takes a little time to process. So I go in and they say it won't be available until tomorrow. Call me crazy, if the pharmacy closes at 6 p.m. and I get there and I walk in at like 3.30, 3.40 p.m., I'm expecting the prescription to, to be available by the end of the day. This is the age of, of Amazon Prime, of DoorDash, of, of legendary streaming services, like, you know the ones, those household names, like CNN Plus or, or Peacock. So why am I waiting longer than a day for my meds? Anyway. Uh, I go in the next day at like 9 a.m. I finally get the meds. Keep in mind, it's like five pills over five days. So they might as well have just left me a cough drop and a nice note. Um, so thankfully, a little bit later that day, my parents, God bless them, uh, they don't believe the urgent care doctors. So they have me do this telehealth appointment with my primary care physician back home. And this guy, you know, a living saint uh, and an ally to my cause, he quadruples my prescription. So it's Thursday morning. I finish the appointment at like 11.45 a.m. Um, and I get this prescription. So I call the pharmacy an hour after just to give them some time. It's not ready. Sure. I'm an empath. I understand now that it takes some time. I call them an hour later after that. And I ask them just to confirm the right prescription amount because uh, my guy, my day one, he, he upped the dosage a ton. Uh, and they say, oh, the prescription listed is for just five pills. So I'm like, oh, that's not correct. Uh, it should have been quadrupled. Uh, and she said, this is what we have, you simpleton. So then I had to call a doctor's office. They said they would update it to the prescription amount that my doctor said and then send it back to the pharmacy. So then I called the pharmacy like 40 minutes later to give them time. And they said the change wasn't updated. Then I called 40 minutes after that and they finally said the change was reflected, and this was around like 2.33. At this point, I'm ready to just be done with this thing and get my damn medicine. So I asked if it was ready to pick up, and they said, hmm, something is wrong with your insurance. The earliest it will be available is tomorrow, which in my head roughly translated to pound sand, you little weasel. Uh, and then keep in mind that tomorrow at, at this point, uh, it's my birthday. Um, so I wait out the rest of my humdrum day decaying in bed 
And uh, of course, I wake up at a reasonable hour, 3 a.m., uh, and it's my birthday. So I celebrate the best way I can with uh, three Advil liquid gels to the dome, a tall, cold, refreshing glass of, you know it, Alka-Seltzer Pro, and uh, two throat lozenges to push it all down. So I lay there for a bit longer, kind of wait for society and life and nature to start its day. Uh, And then I finally go into the CVS and I get the prescription and all is finally well. So that is the story of how I found out I got mono and how I got to, how daddy got his medicine. Um, So sorry for that little mini rant. I get uh, very passionate about pharmaceutical bottlenecks. Um, What else has been a learning moment for me during mono? So uh, the Masters was on TV and watching golf went from like a last resort to like like the excitement of the day for me. So when I woke up this last Saturday, I went downstairs, I turned on my TV and on ESPN Plus, and I literally like I sat there waiting for live golf to start on television at 10:30 a.m. on a Saturday. It was me, uh my Alka-Seltzer, my Hall's throat lozenges, the Advil liquid gels and live golf. Um, and the loudest thing wasn't even the TV. It was my Alka-Seltzer fizzling. So, um, could say I've been in the trenches a little bit. Um, what else? Sleep. Sleep has been kind of funny. Uh, I can't really get any unless I chow down on a minimum of three melatonin gummies. And the sleep is kind of like that, that airplane mid-flight sleep where you're not sure how long you have until you land. Uh, it's kind of that on-edge sleepiness. Or you wake up and you're surprised that you were asleep at all. Time just kind of passes. Um, best way to describe it, it's kind of like when you're a little kid and you fall asleep in the car and you wake up in your bed. Except I fall asleep in my bed and I wake up in my bed, but it's still the same kind of shock. Like, where am I? So that's what sleep has been like with uh, infectious mononucleosis. I think that's the medical term. Um, I guess the last learning. I also learned that, and I will admit it, uh, I get a little attitude when I'm sick where I don't want to be like coddled and handheld, but I also just kind of want to be like um, like coddled and handheld. So this kind of weird, moody middle ground, like when your friend wins something you really wanted and they're super happy about it and you have to share in their joy, but you're not like super thrilled. So like a friend will be like, hey, you know, do you need anything? Gonna go grocery shopping. And I'm like, no, I'm all good. Thank you though. But then, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, hmm, couldn't have stayed a little longer to uh, check in or ask how I'm feeling. Okay, noted. Or someone will ask how I'm doing, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm hanging in there. And then they'll be like, okay. And then they'll turn and go talk to someone else. And it's like, oh, I didn't realize hanging in there translates to literally go talk to anyone else. You know, would have would have been nice to have a few follow-ups. So uh, a little a little moody, but, but, but getting there, you know, uh, trying to uh, temper those emotions. Um, it's, a, it's an emotional time, you know. A bit like puberty, I think. I I haven't hit it yet, but I'm assuming um, uh, puberty will be similar. So uh, I know there's a lot of chitter-chatter in the uh, medical community about the old mon-mon. I I like to call it mon-mon. So I'd like to set the record straight on some of the symptoms I've been dealing with and just answer some questions. So this is a new little segment uh, on 10 Tolerable Tidbits. It might stay, it might go. Um, kind of just depends on the day. 
but I'm going to do fan mail. I collected some fan mail about uh, my mono diagnosis to answer some questions about my condition. Uh, so let's get into it. Let's see, first letter here. Uh, hey Ryan, I heard mono is called the kissing disease. Did you get it from kissing someone? <laughs> uh, no, no, that's a, it's a common misconception. Everybody thinks that um, mono can be transmitted through kissing, um, but that's a lie, and kissing is disgusting and should be saved until marriage, obviously, so that was not how I caught it. Um, so I'm sure that many of my three listeners grew up with the tooth fairy. Uh, you leave a tooth underneath your pillow kind of gross. Uh, and you wake up with, you know, that, that cold, hard cash. Uh, well, I got a visit from the mono fairy and the mono fairy comes and they just leave a tiny bit of mononucleosis under your pillow. It's quite a treat. So just wanted to clear the air. I did not get mono from, uh, any exchange or passing of a spittle, saliva, drool, dribble, or drivel. Uh, the mono fairy came and paid me a visit. It's a little different from the Tooth Fairy also, because the Tooth Fairy leaves money, usually in some sort of, you know, bag or container, um, and the Mono Fairy leaves the mono on a wet, dirty uh, dish rag. Uh, some other differences, the Tooth Fairy usually comes when you're asleep, quietly leaves the money, and takes the tooth or teeth, if you're, you know, really a freak, um, without waking you up at all. Like, make sure that you are not disturbed. The mono fairy will actually grab you and sort of throttle your neck a bit until you wake up, uh, maybe spit in your face a little bit, and then sort of start stealing your personal belongings to take with her. Uh, so just wanted to clear that up and provide some context on uh, my mono. All right, fan letter number two. Let's see here. I'm pulling this up. Uh, dear Ryan, you suck, dude. Do something meaningful with your free time. Okay, all right. I'm going to move on from that. Thank you, Mom. Uh, Ryan. I heard mono can be pretty tough. What are your symptoms? Well, thank you for asking, uh, listener. So I got the basic ones, you know, sore throat, bit of a sinus infection thing going on, some uh, some fatigue, um, and I'm used to fatigue. You know, they actually my basketball nickname was CP fatigue. Um, not sure why, but that was just a name. So I do align with the concept of being very tired. But anyway. There are actually some secret bonus symptoms that you can unlock uh, as you keep mono going, such as uh, peanut brittle skin. Uh, my skin gets really scratchy and kind of cracked like peanut brittle, and uh, it actually smells like peanut brittle too. It's a really strange condition. Um, what else have I dealt with? Hot dog legs, uh, where my legs resemble that of a Frank's hot dog that you might buy at a friendly game of t-ball. Um, and then I guess the other weird condition I've had is uh, squeaky limbs. Um, obviously, my body kind of becomes a bit sore and worn down with mono. So when I move any limb, it really just sounds like an old 1800s elevator door closing in on the leg of a very scared stray cat. Um, so yeah, those are just a few of my symptoms uh, to get those out there. Uh, and then, let's see, I'll just go over the last... Fan letter here. Ryan, how are you doing? When will you recover? We can't wait to have you back. And that notes, this one was actually signed from the U of M Knitting Club in Bridgerton Watch Party. Ah, you guys, I'll be back soon. Gosh, uh, those, those crazy cats. You wrote this, Mabel, didn't you? <laughs> uh, you're such a flirt. Um, but do not worry. Uh, I am on the mend. 
collecting prescriptions like they're uh, Infinity Stones, and sharing my story so that one day uh, all the little boys and girls will listen to this uh, niche, outdated, college fad podcast and feel inspired just knowing that wherever they are and uh, whoever they decide to be, they too can contract mononucleosis. And that is it for today. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to my uh, viral voyage. I hope that the energy I brought today was uh, infectious and will stay in your system for a few weeks to a few months. And um, unlike the seven cough drops I have for daily sustenance to replace my vital fluids, I hope this episode fills you up. Be well, and uh, thank you so much. Today's episode of 10 Tolerable Tidbits is sponsored by another hit new office product. You remember Sticky Notes? Now introducing Soggy Notes. Do you ever wish those important, time-sensitive notes you jotted down would slip around on your desk and leave a wet trail like a dog without potty training on a throw rug? Well, now they can. With three different levels of customizable sogginess, these soggy notes are guaranteed to brighten your day and dampen your desk. Each note sold separately. Thank you so much for tuning in to 10 Tolerable Tidbits. I am Ryan Kellett. If you have any questions, comments, or critical feedback on the podcast, shout out to my mother, uh, feel free to leave a message after this episode wraps up. Uh, This is actually my uh, answering machine. Uh, You clicked on the wrong button. Uh, 